السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته. I know it's early in the morning. Let's try once more. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته. Inshallah, request all the brothers who are outside, inshallah, to come inside. For those who are inside the masjid, please, if we can just stand up and fill the the gaps in front of you, please, just for two minutes only, or for two seconds, should I say? Just if you stand up, make the rows and any gaps in front of you, inshallah, just fill it up. So the brothers who are coming later on, they don't have to go over us to fill the gaps, inshallah. Any gap in front of you, just fill it, inshallah. Any gaps in front of you, inshallah, just fill it up. Jazakallah. Alhamdulillah. Thumma alhamdulillah. Thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all the bounties and ni'mah for the blessed days of the year which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran وَالْفَجْرِ وَلَيَالِنَ عَشْرِ And today is the 10th of those days that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in the Quran. How amazing it is if only we can hear in the skies, in the arsh, the sound, the vibration that has been created by all the dhikr and takbirat in the world. Imagine everywhere around the world, every Muslim, every corner, all we are speaking is the same language, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And imagine the sound and the vibration that has been created through those. And how happy is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to see his creation, to see the whole world full of Muslims praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every corner of the world. I was watching the scenes in Arafah yesterday and subhanallah, what a lesson. What a lesson is learned from that when I was looking at those Muslims that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them the chance and opportunity. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us who are not able to go this year, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invite us to his blessed house. Say Amin, inshallah. That the scene there was that the true, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep telling us and reminding us that our status in this world means nothing except for that who keep praising and pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I was looking at the scenes yesterday. You couldn't tell the difference who amongst them was billionaires back in their own house. Who's amongst them who had the status in the world? Who's amongst them who was the one who was very poor back home? In the eyes of Allah, they were all the same. And wallahi, if you go and look, you'll find someone who's multimillionaire back in their home. But yesterday, 
only two clothes on their bodies. They were stateless, they were sitting on the streets where if you ask them to sit on any other day, they'll probably think, look at you twice. They were full of dust in the heat of 40 plus degree. No shades. Totally heat. But in the eyes of Allah, they were all the same. They were all doing exactly the same action. They were all worshipping the same Allah. They were all asking, begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his mercy. And that's the reality. It doesn't matter how rich you are. It doesn't matter how big status you might have. But in the eyes of Allah, it is the taqwa. It is the sincerity. It is the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that makes a difference. And that's the sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us no matter how long you live in this world, this is how we're going to live this dunya. Just with two pieces of white clothes on our bodies. So what do we learn from that? What do we learn from these 10 days? Look back in the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how he took the test and exam from his beloved Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him a son, he was so beloved to him. And when that son grew up to a, a point where now he understands, he can walk, he can talk, he understands what is going on in his life. At that point, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam to sacrifice that loved son of his. How hard it must be. The Qurbani is not about just sacrificing a goat or a camel. It to understand what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching us. Why are these 10 days are so beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And not only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam to sacrifice his son. He said, he ordered Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam to in fact, to engage in dialogue with his son. Not to hide that what am I supposed to be doing next. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran, Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam asked his son that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed me a dream. And in that dream, I am sacrificing you, my son. How hard it must be. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only tests those he loves. When we go through hardship, it's not about asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, why me? It's thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because when we go through a test, it's a sign that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves me. You only remember those who you love. And when everything it is okay, 
then something definitely is not okay. Through test, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shows us how much He loves us. Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam, as Allah says, فَلَمَّا بَلَغَ مَعُوا سَيْءَ قَالَ يَا بُنَيَّ إِنِّي أَرَى فِي الْمَنَامِ أَن تَذْبَعُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioned, Ibrahim alayhi salam, say to your son, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed me in a dream. What did he show me in a dream? That I'm sacrificing you. This is where the sunnah of Qurbani came. And look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not only testing Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, is also testing Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam. And what was his reply? Ya abatif alma tu'mar, satajununi insha'allahu min aswabirin. Oh my father, do what you have been instructed to do. And I pray to Allah, inshallah, you'll find me amongst the people of patience, sabr. He didn't ask, oh my father, why me? Why sacrificing? A dream is just a dream. How do you know it's true? And so many other questions somebody else could have asked. And when Ibrahim والسلام, was ready to do the action that he's been ordered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, at that point Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent them malaika to say, Oh Ibrahim, you have fulfilled what we asked you to do, but you don't have to sacrifice yourself. Imagine for a moment if that dream came true, then every Muslim until day of Qiyamah we had to do the same. Look how merciful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. When we are sacrificing that animal, let's ponder on that action that is a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we don't have to do what Ibrahim alayhi salam was ordered to do in his dream. But we are doing what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed that dream with is to sacrifice an animal. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, what is the reward for that? Allah, because if you look at it, sacrificing an animal and eating from it, it's really, it doesn't make sense to many other people that are asking, what kind of worshipping is this? What kind of ibadah is this? Allah mentions in the Quran, لَن يَنَالَ اللَّهَ لُحُومُهَا وَلَا دِمَاؤُهَا وَلَكِنْ يَنَالُهُ التَّقْوَى مِنْكُمْ it's not about the meat. It's not about this, the blood. But it's the, the fear of Allah. is submitting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah, we are doing what you've ordered us to do. It's submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's fulfilling the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What Allah has ordered Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam to do, that is the sunnah we continue to do it until the end of the, the world.
every Muslim every year we continue to doing the same amal and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in Surah Al-An'am قُلْ إِنَّ صَلَاتِي وَنُسُكِي وَمَحْيَايَ وَمَمَاتِ اللَّهِ رَعْبِ الْعَالَمِينَ it's a through, true submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Surely my prayer, my worship, my life, and my death, all is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching us through this, the action of Udhiyah, sacrificing during these 10 days of Dhul-Hijjah. And for those, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept their Hajj, they are in the Maidan of Arafah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I saw the scenes yesterday. People are begging for the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this will be the scene on the day of Qiyamah when everyone, you wouldn't even know who's standing next to you because we are going to be so busy in asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his mercy and his maqdir. Every insan, every human being will be worried what is going to happen to me when my turn comes to face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Am I going to be given my books of deeds in my right hand? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us among those inshallah. Say ameen. Or am I going to be given my books of deeds in my left hand? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from those. Every insan, every human being will be worried. Me and you, everyone. To a point where your own beloved son standing next to you, you wouldn't even recognize them. Even your beloved father would be standing next to you, you wouldn't recognize them. You wouldn't be worried how clean is my coffin is. Just like yesterday, it doesn't matter how millionaire he was, he didn't even bother about how dirty his ihram was, full of dust under the heat. And that will be the similar situation on the day of Qiyamah, when the sun will be just over our head. And how beautiful this sunnah of sacrificing is, that the Prophet Muhammad mentions in the hadith, that I... There was a time when there was not enough animal to sacrifice or people couldn't afford so many animals to sacrifice. The Prophet says, I used to forbid you from storing the meat. Only up to three days and then after that you should give it away, eat it, enjoy it. And then as the time came, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave so many ni'mah to the Muslims. And the Prophet Muhammad mentioned, now you can even keep it for a little, bit, a little bit longer. But it doesn't mean that we keep it for the whole year until next Quran comes. And then I forget and I look at it, oh my goodness, this was from last year's Quran. There's no space to put for this year one. So what is the meaning? What is sacrificing and collecting the meat? Is distributing to your neighbors to the people who can't afford there is there's so many of us that we're not doing kurmani in this country but we're doing back home the reason for that there are so many people I personally know I have seen people who are looking forward to the meat of kurbani because they haven't tested the meat from last year to this year 
Wallah, you should thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the so many ni'mah that today we are in a situation, in a position where I can afford to have free meal every day of my own choice to a point where I can't even walk anymore. I need to go on a special diet. Sometimes I, I, I look at the people who overeat and then they have to subscribe to, to the gym, pay extra again to go and do exercise and to lose that weight. So you pay for the meal, then you pay to lose it as well. For there is people in today's life, in this dunya, Wallahi, they cannot afford to eat. They don't have the pleasure of eating the meat except for the, during the time of the Qurban. And they look forward to it. They appreciate it. And imagine the dua comes out of their mouth. Thank you, dear. So we're giving to the people who can't afford, who doesn't have the means, who doesn't have the pleasure. So when we, alhamdulillah, enjoy the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, never forget to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because every time I have that beautiful meal, remember there's somebody around the world who dreams about that. Not even reality, just in their thoughts. And that's why when we put the status on our social media about the, the food we enjoy, be careful because somebody else might look at it who can't even afford that. And sometimes I wonder why we fall ill. It's because we put Hassan on ourselves. By posting, you don't have to post everything. Especially I listened to one of the bayan, a Molana from India. He says, why do I have to take the first God comes for me in my house waiting, back home, waiting for that qurbani, I have to start making video of that, taking picture of that and posting in the social media. That is an act of ibadah between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not for the world to know how beautiful goat you have, or cow you have, or camel you have. Because somebody else can't even afford that. So our action should be as we've been taught for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Aisha radiallahu anha mentioned that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam whenever he wanted to do the sacrifice of the qurban he would get two rams black and white which are very healthy so another lesson in here is not about the, the price because you can get a 10 pound one or you can get a 100 pound one so it depends which you undergo. The Prophet used to go for the best. And look what lesson is teaching us. Out of the two, one of them, the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, as mentioned in the hadith, he used to sacrifice on behalf of his ummah, meaning us who never met him, he never met us, we never saw him, he never saw us, for the rest of his ummah to come until the last day of the dunya. That was his love for his ummah. He is to sacrifice on our behalf. And I think we should do the same. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the ability to sacrifice. I've been doing it for so many years that one part is for them on behalf of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Just like he did, it is his sunnah. So what is we learn from the, the action of the sacrificing of Iyya or Qurbani is submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm doing it for the sake of Allah. I'm doing it because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked me to do it. I'm doing it to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to follow the sunnah of Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. And what is the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned in a hadith that there is nothing, nothing more beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during the day of Nahad, the day of Qurbani, than a slave can do is to sacrifice the enemy. There is no action beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qurbani, on the day of Fatiha than the action of sacrificing. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day will bring that animal, will bring that udhiyah, will bring that sacrificed animal, the horns, the hay, the hooves, everything will be put on the scale of our good deeds. If you ask anyone, what was the weight of that animal I sacrificed? I don't know. Because I see how beautiful that animal looks, how healthy that animal looks, how big that animal looks. But I don't know how, how, what does he weigh in the scale. On the day of Qiyamah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring. And imagine if we are doing it year after year after year after year. All those, the head, the horns, the hooves, everything will be brought and put on the scale of our act of good deeds action. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how merciful is we have sacrificed we've enjoyed it we've ate it we've given it away and we forgot about it but allah says no you can forget but i cannot forget you may not know how heavy that animal was in the scale of good deeds but i will bring it to you so we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brothers and sisters to give us tawfiq to understand what is what we learn from the action of udhiyah or qurbani it's not just only sacrificing an animal but is an ibadah is an act of worship we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept inshallah from all those who are performing their qurbani in in, uh, in the hajj and for those who are performing it around the world inshallah